You're listening to DraftKings Network. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Stu Gats. We have a big weekend coming up. We do. Playoff implications, mm-hmm. must wins. Yeah. I mean, this is big dolphins and bills. This is this is big. You have your dolphin hat on today. I do. Yeah. It's such a comfortable hat. Like I know, I don't know if we're supposed to give shout outs, but shout out to New Era for sending us these draft hats, like at last year's draft. Mm-hmm. So comfortable. Yeah. And here's the thing about this hat. So, like at the draft, right? They, they give, like, the hat and the jersey or whatever to the person when they come out on the stage yep. to do all that. Dolphins didn't even have a number one pick, so they literally, I don't think, gave this hat to anybody. I don't think anyone got this hat. Really? Yeah, but you could buy it online because there was one for every team. They sent us some hats. Ooh. Really comfortable hat. All right. Anyway. Chris Sims going to join us. Yeah. Austin Eckler going to join us. Yeah. Mike Golick going to join us. Yeah. And an old friend going to join us, Billy. Who? Mikey A. No, Mikey A will be on this episode, of course. Okay. Christine Lisi. Oh. Yes. Okay. She is a uh, sports center anchor for ESPN on ESPN Radio. She was our sports center anchor for yeah. uh, for many years, eight years. And uh, she is the only Bills fan that I know. Hmm. So since the Dolphins play the Bills, I asked her to come on and club you over the head. Okay. Oh, Stugatz, also you didn't mention... We have the finals, not final, but we have the up-to-date rankings for all of our pickers for this season as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's going to lead to a little bit of controversy, I think. <laughs> also, also, if you're listening to this and you're you're a fan of Nitro, the American Gladiator, yeah. we have him on Stupidity for an extended episode with him yes. uh, where he's going to update us on how he did in his fantasy football playoffs. It's an odd decision we made to uh, take you and take ourselves through Nitro's first season uh, playing fantasy yeah. football, but it has worked out well. Like people enjoy it. They love Dan Nitro Clark. I don't know that it's an odd decision. I thought it was a great decision. Okay, well, it was your decision. Yeah. And it was That'd a great fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good decision. Yeah. You know. I questioned it at the beginning, but our audience really enjoys Nitro. I like him. So do I. Anyway. Oh, by the way, if you want to do fantasy this week against yeah. us, go to dkng.co slash Levitar, $3 buy-in. You can win some money. All right. On the TV side, we're going to Chris Sims first. Do you know where we're going here on the audio side? I do. We're going to talk to Mike Golick, and then uh, you're going to surprise Mike Golick and myself with Christine Lisi so that she comes and attacks me. Spoiler alert! A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years, we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer.
We have a guest coming on in 10 minutes, a special guest, and it's not for you, Michael, although it is someone that you know, and it is someone that's going to make you smile. You'll be excited. You'll be very excited. I'll be excited. Billy will be excited. Mikey wow. A is excited. Uh, but this person is coming on. It's one of the few people where upon seeing this person, they make me smile every time. It's like Greg Cody and my dad. Okay. Okay. Uh, Golik, you're in there too. Okay. I appreciate um, that. Also, a top five update anchor of all time. Um, so this person is going to be joining us coming up. <laughs> Billy knows who it is now, Mikey. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows why, too. <laughs> I mean, listen, it is her and the McMahon, John Minko, WFAN. Those are the best update anchors of all time and maybe the Duke. Uh, but this is the only Bills fan we know, and there's a big oh, game coming up this weekend. <laughs> I know where we're going. I know her, and I love her. I love her. I know you do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanna, I, I'm want to. i going to enjoy. Mikey A and I were laughing yesterday, Golik. Uh, you can't yell back at this person. You can't. Like no. You just got to eat it, let her talk shit to you, and just eat it, Billy. <laughs> to me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the special guest is for you. For me? <laughs> Wow. Hint, hint, it has to do with Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I love her because she's a great person and she bakes incredible products. Oh, yeah. Wow. Who's better at baking, her or Jess? Wow. That is a – here. this person will take more chances. Jess makes incredible baked goods. This this young lady will take more chances in baking things inside of things and things like that. I like that. If I've learned anything from watching baking shows, that's how you win the championship. But also how things could go dramatically could go wrong. wrong at the worst it, time. And it's, a, it's a high wire act, right? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. big time rewards or you could be big time. You could be going home mm-hmm. and then you're standing there crying as the judges oust you. Yeah, so funny. All right. So we have that to look forward to in a few minutes here. But before our special guest joins us to talk to offense and bills, uh, Mike, we're wondering here. I'm wondering, at least. Um, because you have blasted, you have said the college football playoff, you haven't blasted it. You just said we never get two good semifinal games, right. rarely get one. Uh, we had a year where we got two epic games, just yep. great, great games. Uh, and so with that said, are you now more open because of those games to an expanded playoff here? I've always been open to an expanded playoff. And you're right. The first eight years, we either had one or both semifinal games be two score games last year. We got two one-score games, I believe, and this year they were fantastic. And I'll still quickly on the side say FSU still got screwed. They still right. should have been in that, and their defense could have hung with any offense they were playing against in that playoffs. In this case, they would have played against Michigan. I just don't mm-hmm. not sure what Florida State's offense would have done. But that being said, they were great games. But I've always wanted the playoff expansion. And I, I still think it's going to be great. A lot of people think you're going to lose more in the regular season. In some places, you will. Like the Ohio State-Michigan game will have meaning to it, kind of like the game I'm calling Sunday night, Miami and Buffalo, where one winner wins a division like Ohio State-Michigan, one winner wins a Big Ten, but the loser is still in the in the, in the 12-team playoff. And here you could have both teams in Miami and Buffalo. The winner win the division, and the loser can still be in the playoff. So – you still kind of you have that in the NFL, and now you can have that in college football as well. But the elimination games would happen a little further down the line, anywhere between eight and fifteen, 
of teams trying to get in or teams that could lose and go out. So I'm very happy that they expanded the playoffs. Uh, I guess I'm just having trouble, Mike. And maybe I'm wrong, and I and I probably am. Eventually it's going to happen. Like a 12 seed or an 11 seed or a 10 seed making it to the championship game, right? Yeah. it's It would be difficult. But again, Sue, what it's akin to is a 9-7 and seven Giants team barely getting into the playoffs as a wild card and winning the Super Bowl. Fair point. Packers, right? too. Yeah. I mean, so it, it can happen. These aren't series. These are one games. And if you can get them to go your way, uh, now, again, it's a few games, but so is going wild card to winning the Super Bowl. So it definitely can happen. You have to have, you know, especially early on, some things go your way or you just hit your stride at the right point for an injury. I mean, again, I can keep comparing things to Sunday. I mean, Miami's like a mass unit right now of injuries, yes. right? I yep. mean, so that could happen in the college playoff where you get to the end, you're still at that 13th, 14th game or whatever. You could have a mass unit that could affect what goes on. So it's certainly not out of the realm. And, the thing people, I think, guys, the people have a hard time with is you're probably up to 12 teams. You're probably going to have two lost teams. And we're used to seeing no more than a one-loss team and a lot of times an undefeated team playing. In this this case, we have two undefeated teams. And a lot of people say if somehow a, a two-loss 11th or 12th seed wins a title – Oh, you know, that's not right. They're not they're not really the best team. But that's what we're getting to right now. Sure. Get to the dance. And the dance floor has been expanded now to 12. Just get to the dance and anything can happen. Mike, I would say we have no idea now. For all I know, Georgia could be both teams that are going to play on Agreed. Monday night. It's exactly yeah. right. right. How far down do you go to where you think if both if the, the eighth, ninth seed played their best games that they could beat? one of the top teams. If Oregon were to go nuts and, and play like that offense plays and they had a really good defense all year and put it together, they could make a run on teams as well. So right. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I really am. I go as low wherever James Franklin is. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's hmm. it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think they were overrated a bit this year. So are you subscribing to the theory that uh that Alabama's run is over here? No, I mean, you have Jalen Milrow, Milrow coming back. Um, I, I Obviously, he's got to work on that that passing game the whole time. I think... Nick did not at, trust him in that game, Mike. Late in that well, game, Nick did not trust him. Well, the thing, he trusted him to run. Yes. Maybe not to throw. But it was kind of a, a tale of two halves. You look at the first half, and they basically played you five guys block Michigan's guys. And they got smoked. They got smoked, right? The Michigan defense is the best defense in the country, and they had five sacks in the first half. Now Tommy Reese, the OC for Alabama, now you left a player in. You moved Milrow a little more. You ran him a little more. You changed stuff that maybe, in looking back, you should have done more of that in the first uh, half of that game. But, yeah, because we're used to them you know, having that quarterback. And now, remember, after that game, nine guys hit the portal. Nine of Alabama players hit the portal, including the center, which unfortunately that center quarterback shotgun exchange was just brutal because if you truly, and my son Mike pointed this out, and I, I watched it a lot in slow-mo. We did as truly, well, yeah. If you truly watched that last play, it was there. Yes. It was there. Yep. Good snap, timing is on. That play was there. The right tackle, though, Latham got pushed back. He got hurt. I don't know if he got hurt as the play was going on or after the play. But it was there. I didn't like the call. I think it should have been give Milrow 
on a roll, give them the option to run or to throw. This was no option. This was just run the ball. But for a split second, it was there. Bottom line, though, Michigan, you know, closed it up and cleaned it up. And Michigan was the better team in this game. They, yes. they were the better team all along. Yes. Yep. Some mistakes early on that kept Alabama in that game. Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got cost four points from your, your snapper, holder, kicker. I won't just say kicker because the one extra point, the snap was low. Uh, so you miss an extra point and a field goal. That's four points right there. Do you agree with Kirk Herbstreit that the national championship game should be played at the Rose Bowl every single year? Because, no. Mike, I, I know, but you love college football. And I to do. see those two teams, those two uniforms, Michigan-Alabama, playing at that stadium with the sun coming down was pretty damn good, Mike. I, it was cool. You yeah. know what? But it's a national championship game. It'll be cool in Houston. It'll be cool at the Superdome. It'll be cool wherever they play it in Arizona. It's going to be cool. It's going to be sold out. They'll have a flyover if it's an outdoor stadium, and it'll look cool. Did I love the Rose Bowl look? Yeah, I did. It, it, I know J.J. Watt said it's the best grass he's ever played on, and I understand you know, the legacy of it. I get it. But a national championship game is going to play well anywhere. All right. I want to put a bookmark right here because I want to get your thoughts on the national championship game and Michael Penix, because I believe he's the most he's the most NFL ready quarterback uh, coming out of college this year, more so than Caleb Williams. But we do have a special guest who I interrupted yesterday as she was delivering. Uh, and this is this should be no shock to anyone on the Zoom as she was delivering a Sports Center update. She is a top five update anchor of all time in my personal record book, and also top five people in my life. Upon seeing them or hearing their voice, they make me smile. Yep. Christine Lisi is with us right oh. now. She's also the only Bills fan I know, and the Bills are playing the Dolphins, and I just asked her to come on and club Billy over the head, but I'm not certain she's capable of that because wow. she's way too nice. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, Christine. Christine. Hi. Christine, it is so nice to talk to you. I miss you so much. I mean, it's so years we had together yes. as, as teammates at ESPN. The most important question I have to ask you, quite honestly, is are are you are you working Monday? Are you doing updates Monday? You're gonna be there? I am. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. So the biggest question to me is I know you're going to bake something for this game and have it there. So what do you have? right now in mind to make for Sunday snacks for everybody, which for people that don't know are the greatest snacks, the way she bakes things into things. It's phenomenal. What do you have planned for Monday? Mike, I have to be honest. I do not know. And junior would know this. I do not engage in premature celebration when it comes to treats. Mm. Ah. So <laughs> It might have to wait till Tuesday. Oh, I, okay. I can't tempt the football gods. What do you oh, bake I, when see, what do you bake I, when you lose? Yeah. Oh hey. god. Billy, hey. you can't oh. talk to her like that. Oh. You can't talk to that's Christine Lee. You don't do that. <laughs> How dare you? But what do you bake when you lose? I mean <laughs> It might be a couple days. <laughs> so I thought I thought you were just gonna bake something for the day, you know, of uh, this is the, no, but Mike, uh, she's saying she needs to wait and see the result first. Right. You can't bake on yes. Sunday, premature baking. Right. She can't do that premature celebration. Okay. Okay. So, Christine, do you know if the Bills win on Sunday night, do you yeah, know what you you'll prepare? And if they lose, do you know what you'll prepare? I think I want to make um, – I bought this black cocoa, so I want to make, like, um, whoopie pies but with black cocoa instead of regular cocoa so they'll taste like Oreos but softer. Oh. Oh, oh geez. God. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, I mean, just I miss you so much. The vacation for my I, teeth and my mouth. I mean, <laughs> and the beauty is now, 
I know it'll be a couple of days if you bake something when they lose, but the bottom line is when? everybody there, everybody <laughs> there wins. While oh, she's going to be sad, Buffalo loses. Everybody else wins because we're going to get yeah. some kind of treat. You, you you still will make something unbelievably good, even if you lose a couple of days later, right? It's not like it's not like you're going to prepare a bad dessert. Right. I will. It'll probably be something like maybe chocolate chip cookies with an Oreo inside or oh. um I don't know. I've been I've been taking like different flavors of cookies like Oreos or golden Oreos or nutter butters and I I grind them up into like a powder and then I make a cookie out of that. Uh, I, I, that's I, just, that's just, I, I don't even know. Billy talks saying. and Billy talks shit yeah. to this woman. It's I would never, Billy, I'm going to punch you in the face, Billy. Christine, before you joined us, Mike was was raving about uh, what you bake. And what he was saying is, and, and it was a compliment to you, is that what you're great at is that you will take risks in your baking and you won't just play it safe. You'll try to do new desserts, different flavors, stuff like that. And we were saying that's how you win a baking contest. That's how you win a baking show. But it also has a possibility to go wrong very quickly. I've been lucky it hasn't happened, but the people I work with will eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's so true. <laughs> a bunch of animals there. I mean. that's, that's so true. Uh, Christine, how do you feel about the game coming up? You're a massive Bills fan. You're the only Bills fan I know. Billy's a massive Dolphins fan. There's a lot on the line. The Bills could win the division. They could not make the playoffs. How are you feeling headed into Sunday night's game here? I'm okay now, but we're a couple days out. I'm not good on game day. I I tend to uh, – I did this in the end of the Chiefs game and even the end of the Patriots game. I stood the last, like, eight minutes. Right. And I paced a little bit. But then um, I just – I it's, it's hard. It's like – it's an excruciating three hours. But I will say this, like, I'm glad the Bills are good now, though, because, like, they were bad for a long time. And Sundays and Mondays and all the other game days were not that enjoyable. So, like, to have this – is good, but like I, I know Billy said this about the Marlins ones. Like I'm dying for those three hours. Like I can't. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, oh my mm -hmm. god. Like if if we're if we're leading, the game takes forever. But if we're behind, then the game like all of a sudden it's like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. So like that's that stressful part. But it's a good stress. I think oh, the thing. The thing that's weird about it, Christine, is that I think a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I, I would love to be like the game of the week, the last game of the year. But like <laughs> as a fan of a team, it's like, oh, my team can blow it so easily and I'm going to feel so bad. Like and I don't want to wait until eight o'clock at night to feel miserable, potentially. It'll like 1130. I mean, <laughs> let's rip. Let's rip off the bandaid. Let's get this yes. done early so I know if I, I can enjoy the rest of my weekend. One o'clock Saturday. I don't think that's a lot to ask because it's still yeah. a national game, a big game. Yeah. That's what I think. Wait, the two of you are sitting around. Wait, Christine, you're supposed to be going at Billy. Billy's supposed to be not saying anything back to you. And yet you're both in agreement the game should be Saturday, 1 o'clock. That's what yeah. we're doing here. Golan, mm -hmm. <laughs> go, go ahead. You had a you question. Get, yeah, you get the last <laughs> game. I'm, I'm so looking forward to calling this game. So I know where I'm going to be and what I'm going to be doing. How does Christine Lisi watch a Buffalo Bills game. I mean, from dress to who's allowed in the house with you. What what is it? What is the setup like at your place? Uh, well, my husband Rob decided. Oh, well, and I decided a long time ago. Like, I can't really be around other people, so it's usually it's usually me, him, and the dog, and that's right. it. Like, we went to we went to a friend's house 
for Bill's Patriots like in 2019. And Mike A might remember this. Um, I remember talking to him about this. Uh, friends who are paid, well, she's not, but uh, her husband is, they're Patriots fans. So they thought it would be a good idea if Rob and I came over to watch the game. And Mike A said to me, you told them no, right? <laughs> well, we went and it was really uncomfortable for me because I'm in somebody else's house and I can't yell because he's a Patriots fan. Mm. So um, we, I went outside with the dogs for a bit because they have a dog too. So, and then I came back in and, and then my husband didn't want to tell me, but Josh ended up with a concussion and I'm just like, we got to go. So after that, it's just <laughs> me robbing the dog. <laughs> have you ever been back? I mean, I can't, I can't go out because too many people are talking and yeah. I need the right. game. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need no fake people. I need <laughs> like, you know, fake fans. I'm like, no, I need the game. I need to concentrate and lose my mind. And that's it. Well, are you still, I, I just, are you still uh, friends with them or? Oh, we're still friends, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Just not just not game day. Distant, just yeah. not game Distant day. Just not. Well, I, I just want to give you a, a good stat that should may, you may know it already and feel good about it. But oh boy, Billy. Josh Allen is 12 and 2 against yeah. Miami. 35 yes. touchdowns only or 34 touchdowns, just five interceptions. He has also won in the games against Miami in the he's 10 and 2. He has won AFC player of the week five times in a game against the Miami Dolphins. So he can have some big games against Miami. We know what they did to him early on this year and smoking your team, Billy. What was it? 48 Mm. to 20. Uh Uh, So Billy's got stink face on. He really does. (laughs) Well, he was expecting to get it from Christine, not from Golick. I mean, I'll try and find a stat for you, Billy. I'll try. All right. So Christine, I want to tell you here, Christine, the floor is yours. If you want to just club Billy over the head here and he will not respond, feel free to do it. Okay. Like just feel talk smack, say whatever you want. Okay. I'm not good at that. I, I do remember last year. The only thing I said last year is he said something about Josh. And I think I said, you're dead to me. And oh. I think that people <laughs> had fun with that. That's stretching it. Cause like you, I don't know if you guys remember, but when I used to do the, the insults after my updates, I yep. was like the first yeah. time I did it. And when Mike wrote it for me, it was making fun of Dan's weight. And I'm so uncomfortable with that. Like, um, <laughs> it, it's hard for me. This is hard for me to like talk trash to somebody because I love all of you. And I love, you know, of course I love Billy too, even though he's a Dolphins fan, but um, <laughs> it, it's hard for me to do that. So I'm sorry. I'm disappointing you today. It was Josh Christine. Allen has a funny face. That's what it was. <laughs> funny face. <laughs> 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 Christine, I have a great way you can get it, Billy. I think you should mm. bake something and send it to me and Mike and John wow. and Stugatz yeah. and yeah. not to Billy. There yes. you go. Mm. That's what That's I think you should do. Billy. That would show Billy. Christine, yeah. I, was, I was looking up helpful recipes for you should the uh, the Bills lose on Here Sunday. Yeah. I found a, a Turkish crying cake recipe, an <laughs> Angel's Tears Farmer's Cheesecake, wow. if you want to try any of those. No. No negativity. No. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, wow. Listen, I think the Bills are going to win by ten points, Christine. So, but mm. you know, what do I know? Uh, how do you feel? If I if I told you right now the Bills were minus seven, they're not. They're minus three. Would you still take Buffalo? I think Buffalo's going to blow them out. Miami's hurt, Christine. Yeah, uh, quite banged up. But I just think like there's something about divisional games that aren't always easy like you know the the Patriots haven't been good but look how the Bills game went against that last you know last weekend I I just think that like divisional games just hit differently and I 
I, I do think obviously a fast start for either team is, is critical. And you remember that first game back in October, was it, it was October, right? It was yeah. like, it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, holy crap, whoever has the ball last is going to win this game. That's what I thought about, you know, for that one. So right. I just, I don't know. I, I always, division games are just, I, games are stressful for me anyways, but divisional games are really stressful. How about you just throw into your updates, Billy has a funny face. That's it. What? Simple, I mean, easy. That's, wow. Yep. Doesn't seem professional. I mean, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> she is the most professional person yeah, on the planet. You know and I know reading that shit about Levitard made her cringe. I like. don't want to get Christine in trouble just to make you laugh and confuse everyone listening. <laughs> she just made it. What yeah. happened there? I Wait, think it would be great for the five yeah. people who knew who know yeah. what you're talking about. Exactly. Really, really exactly. funny. Exactly. Yeah. Great inside joke. Yeah. All right. Well, we miss we miss you very much. Yes, Thank do. you for coming on. Um, I miss you guys too. I know you're so nice that I think I'm rooting for Buffalo. I got to be honest. So, Ooh. thank you, Christine. Thanks, Christine. Bye, guys. Go See Bills. Bye, love Bye you. Christine. Oh, Thank you. Oh, we love you. Oh, gosh, I mean, she's great. I'm one of the nicest people we have ever been around. Stugatz here for my friends over at DraftKings. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boost, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you are new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers, bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. I love bonus bets. Who doesn't? The conference semifinals have some great matchups. You have the Knicks and Pacers in the East. You have the Nuggets and T-Wolves in the West. Oh, it is just getting good. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code LAF. That's code LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. You think Harbaugh leaves, win or lose? I think Harbaugh is going to leave. I think him signing Don Yee as his agent, who is a big-time business NFL agent. He's the agent for uh, Sean Payton. He was the agent for uh, Brady. Tom Brady for all those years as well. So I, I do think he's going to go in, and I think he'll end up – listen, the best situation out there, and there unfortunately will be more openings, but you look at – you do certainly look at ownership, but you look at quarterback, and the best situation right now is the Chargers with Justin Herbert. So it wouldn't shock me to see him out in L.A. We'll get you out of here in a second. If I told you right now, Browns-Ravens AFC Championship game, would you take it? Yes. 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 <laughs> you look at right now, the Ravens have won six in a row. The next two best teams are the Bills and the Browns at winning four in a row. Flacco has been phenomenal. He's been unflappable. He's, he's you know, helped this offense progress while also being the steady hand of that, of that veteran. Um, I would not doubt it at all. And I'll say this, I'll give my wife credit. The beginning of the year, my wife picked Detroit and Cleveland in the Super Bowl. Wow. And let me tell you what, not as outlandish as you no. would think right now, you know, no. the way they're playing. So we'll see. But I could absolutely see a Cleveland-Baltimore uh, matchup in the playoffs. Gojo and Golick, 8-10, to 10, DraftKings Network, wherever you get your podcast. Golick and Smitty as well. He has the Dolphins and Bills. Westwood won Sunday night football. Big game. All right, Mike, you're on the call. You seem to have all the stats. I mean, yeah. uh, Christine Lisi refuses to talk shit to Billy because she's way too nice, but you're not. 
Uh, I mean, you're nice. We love you. You're great. Wait. But, yeah, but he could talk shit. Uh, so what do you think here? Dolphins and Bills. Mike, it seems like you're leaning towards the Bills here. Oh, I'm not leaning toward anybody. I can't make a pick. I'm calling the game. Oh, exactly I mean, right. I, I yeah, come on. Yeah. Enough of that. I Same. No, no yeah. I, I absolutely oh, cannot. <laughs> what I'll say is... Tell me why the Bills will win, Mike. <laughs> uh, well, well, the Bills have certainly had their number for a bit. That's for sure. Um, but I think from the Miami standpoint, even guys that are going to play, I mean, Tua's got the shoulder. Uh, Mostert's going to try and come back. You lost Bradley Chubb after a few weeks earlier losing Phillips. Your top two pass rushers are gone. Uh, Howard, the DB, has been nicked up as well. I mean, that's what I just talked about. The attrition when you get to the playoffs, a team that seems like has the possibility to be right there as a number two seed, has so many injuries, how badly is it going to cost them? So that's what I look at here is how many of those guys play? Well, we know Chubb isn't going to play. How do they play and how are they when they play? And if they can't be 100%, how does the guy that comes in for them play? So, listen, Buffalo's had their number. It's on the road in Miami, though. Miami can strike it quick at, at any time. And we've seen Josh Allen turn the ball over. He's got 16 interceptions. So that could play a big part in this game as well. He's so good against this team, though. He is. Yeah, he is. Billy's, yes, I he know is. Billy's nervous. Billy he has is. To be, <laughs> Billy. He is. Yes. Because it would it's be such a disappointment. Right? Yeah, it's not going to be a fun Sunday night. No, to not win the division would be such a major disappointment to the fans down here. Oh, even getting into the playoffs, but not winning that division. Would yeah. Yeah. Everyone. All right, Mike. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Um, I'm surprised you didn't ask Billy. You could have crashed at his house. He would have had you over, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, about that. Um, mm. No. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, we'll go up Fort Lauderdale, hang out up there. I, yeah, I know. Nice place. But your pads, you got a young kid too, don't you? I mean. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, listen, I dealt with though, that. Mike, I to, I've, seen, I've seen you as a yeah. grandfather, Mike. Oh, I mean, yeah. You could be, actually, you know what? When are you coming in? You want to babysit Saturday? Maybe the, the missus will go out. Yeah. Losing the connection right now. I can't hear you anymore. <laughs> Driving through Watch a tunnel. Ears. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have, have a safe trip, Mike. Right. Enjoy the weekend. See you guys. <laughs> See ya. Does your wife know our names? Stugatz was wondering. Well, yeah, she knows Stugatz because yeah, he's like, he's. she definitely knows Stugatz. That's for right. sure. Yeah. She's not yeah. aware of Billy or, or Mikey A yet. That's no, exactly what I said. I go, I'm not important yeah. enough to Chris. And he's like, you absolutely are. I'm like, I know my place. <laughs> Um, you would be her favorite, though, Billy. Don't oh. worry about that. So you're How? Keep, you're keeping Explain us Explain that to me. How would Billy Gill be her favorite, Chris? Go ahead. You're threatened well, by he me. Just, he seems so, you know, he just got this unassuming, cute, quiet way about him, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, Stu Gotts, you're the all-over-the-place, loudmouth Long Islander, right? Right. She would like Mikey A a lot, you know. All right. But like, Billy's adorable. <laughs> Billy's Thank adorable. You. Exactly right. right. Billy's right. that guy, right? It's not like, you know, big husky strong man that comes in the house when Billy walks in. It's like, oh, look at this cute little guy. He's a nice little guy. Look at him. I'll take yeah. it. What's going on here? A bit scruffy, Chris. What's happening? Well, wait, here? hold on yeah. a second, Billy, because you said you said, and I don't think Sims heard it that, <laughs> that his wife would be threatened. That Chris would be threatened by your relationship with his wife. What you it said sounded it. like to me. <laughs> I, but my wife also likes fashion, and the fact that Billy can't wear anything but a red 
Marlin sweatshirt. I mean, she'd be like, what a what a loser. What's wrong with him? Does he have no money? Can he not get another sweatshirt? Well, I'm and not- then I'd be like, no, he just likes wrong colored sweatshirts of baseball teams that aren't that color. Yeah. Right. I don't know. You know, he's also, adorable, but he's right. dumb sometimes, too. So I'd have to explain that to her. <laughs> uh, BFD with Mike Florio every day on Peacock, the Unbuttoned Podcast, Football Night in America. But, Sims, first, put us right next to you as Texas was losing that national semifinal game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. First off, I was so – the first game was great, right? I mean, it really was. I was loving watching the Rose Bowl, two powerhouse teams, right? Jim Harbaugh can't ever win the big one, and they win it in a clutch way. That was really cool. So I Texas game in the family room, ready to watch the game. Right. So like the Texas game was awesome. I mean, again, it was action packed, big plays. I love, of course, the quarterback from Washington. I think he is the man and being a little underrated, but the game is on too late. Like I missed the end of the game. Yep. I, I fell asleep. I didn't mean to, I didn't make a conscious effort, but you know, between it being New Year's the night before, and then the game doesn't start till 9 p.m., and then college games last forever, as we know, I fell asleep. It did seem like that game was not going to live up to the first one. And then by the end of the game, it was I better. mean, yeah, t- no, I don't know about that. But by the end of the game, Texas had a chance to potentially win the game. And I was going to ask you what you thought about Sark's play calling and all that, but you were asleep. So never mind. I will, I know. I don't have a good feel for it. I'm sorry. Mm. I, I didn't love it, though. I've seen the highlights of that. I listen, I hate at the end of the games or in a big moment. And right, we got coaches that made millions of dollars and they had weeks to prepare. And then the end of the game, it's a big play, and it's just like, you run straight, and we'll just throw it the f*** up, and maybe you'll catch it. That's that's what we come up with. And that's not on Sark. That's on anybody. But it looked like that a little to me when I was watching back the highlights. Chris, I want to get to the final uh, final week of the regular season here, and I will in just a second. But And I know you like to study these things and give us an informed opinion, but... And I don't, but am I crazy to think that Penix Jr. is better than Caleb Williams? Well, I don't think the gap is as far as everybody thinks it is. I, I, you know, you heard me during the year. I didn't understand why Penix Jr. wasn't in the conversation right. with Drake May and Caleb Williams. I, I just, I did not get that. Now, I know he's got injury history and he's older. That's all I could come to. He's phenomenal. I, 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 he's got a big-time arm. He hangs in the pocket. He's got incredible downfield accuracy. That's not easy to come by. It's crazy. You know me. In a year where I'm always going, hey, the quarterback doesn't know he's on the best team, doesn't deserve the award. Here we had a year in college football where I go, the team is the quarterback. They throw at every play. They, we all know what they are. The defense isn't that great. They go undefeated in the second-best conference in football behind the SEC. And he doesn't get the fucking Heisman this year. Like that's right. It's like we gotta start evaluating who we got voting for some of this stuff around here. That's what's driving me crazy. But he's a baller. And yeah. I saw some people going, "Well, he might have played himself in the first round." Well, uh, what? What uh, wasn't he already in the first round? I mean, Weird. when did six four two twenty rocket arm best downfield thrower in football not become a first round quarterback? I just. I'm shocked by that, and yeah, I think you'll continue to see him climb up the boards as the, it goes more and more, and coaches get to dive into the, the play of Michael Penix. All right, let's get to the NFL here. Can anyone beat the Baltimore Ravens? 
Yeah, the 49ers, they can. Okay. All right. All right. That, I mean, the Ravens beat them up pretty good, Chris. I know, I know. And, you know, I think, again, the, the 49ers didn't play their best ball. It's a tough matchup for the 49ers. But, you know, I think if you they play again, the Niners will go back in the lab. They'll play it a little differently. I think that'll be a, a nail-biter type of football game. The other team I'm going to throw out there to you is the older, the old Baltimore Ravens, a.k.a. the Cleveland Browns. Wow. Right? Yeah. I, I'm not so sure I wouldn't make Cleveland the number three team in football if you made me rank them, right? Mm. Like, well, when I, well, first off, we're in a year where there's not a lot of great teams, right? We, we know that. I mean, it's kind of the 49ers and the Ravens. You get after that, all the other teams have questions, right? Now, not that Cleveland doesn't have questions, but there's not many. There's not. And their defense, I've been trying to tell people really for the last six to eight weeks, have a, have a have a very much 2015 Broncos feel to me, where they can win games by themselves, right? So they're a team that I look at, and then Cooper and Joku, if they get the running game going a little and don't have Flacco throwing it 40-plus times, I would not be shocked if Cleveland ended up in the Super Bowl. So I think that highly of Cleveland. I think they're a pretty special football team. So do I. Do you think Deshaun Watson is enjoying watching this? No. No, no, I think he's no going. I, he, I think he's going. Damn, I can't believe I'm hurt. I'd be a part of this. Let alone he's going. Damn, th- this this is going to put a lot of pressure on me if Flacco goes to the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, Chris. But Flacco goes. He leads the Browns to the Super Bowl. Wins his second Super Bowl. Hall of Famer. <laughs> well. Like, first off, I think Flacco is closer to that conversation than people mm. or the public want to give him credit, right? Remember a few Meaning years ago? Meaning without this season, you're saying that, Chris. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. just, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not, he's not in the Hall of Fame, but it's it's more of a discussion than people give it credit for. You do not right? think that he's close to the Hall of Fame before this season. I don't think the difference between him and Eli Manning is that far off. And right. and everybody thinks Eli Manning's a shoo-in. And right. I want to go... This guy went to the playoffs way more than Eli Manning, right? You know, had to play in the conference with Tom Brady and company. He outplayed Tom Brady in the championship game twice. Lee He's Evans drop, a- yes. Well, well, Lee Evans drop, they, and then they missed the field goal, right? Right after yep. that, I mean, he outplayed them. They played in the, you know, I think two championship games. He outplayed them both times. There's way more clutch and big time plays from Joe Flacco than people are giving him credit for. Okay, so rank these three quarterbacks' chances of getting into the Hall of Fame. Eli Manning, Joe Flacco, Kirk Cousins. Eli's a lock. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Eli's a lock, Mm. right? Even though I think it's debatable to say, I mean, a guy that, what, had a below winning record for his career? Yeah, Maybe but you beat Brady twice, you win two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. you go in. I mean it's it's literally that's all it is. Right. That's that's all it is. It really is. But yep. yeah, he's a lock between that and Manning. I mean, and Manning being his last name. Yeah, I, I think that that is the, the truth of the matter. Kirk Cousins, no. Oh. Joe Flacco wins a Super Bowl. <laughs> Wins another MVP. Getting closer. Uh, it, it'll get closer. There's some chance there. I'm just saying there's a light at the end of that tunnel, Billy. That's all I'm saying. Well, help me out with this. Do the Chiefs need to change their style and embrace what they become and stop chasing what they used to be? Because they're not what they used to be. And I feel like they need to embrace what they are, which is a team that can run the f- 
football and play defense. That 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 is that is it. That's all I've been saying on. I said it on Football Night in America last week. I said it on my podcast. Embrace the ugly, Kansas City. Embrace it. Stop thinking. Oh, if we get in the shotgun enough times, we'll start to look like the 2018 Chiefs again. No, it ain't happening. Get over it. Play defense. Run the ball. Keep the game close. Mahomes will be clutch at the end of the game. That's what they are. That's how they should play, right? They get themselves in trouble when they start to go, oh, we got to get back in the shotgun and throw balls. Everybody's caught on to their offense. It's not even as good with Nagy as it was with Biennemi, let alone everybody's caught on to this, this and what they did and, you know, brought to the NFL a few years ago, right? So, and they don't have the weapons at receiver. They're not protecting all that well, right? The Christmas Day game against the Raiders was maybe the worst offensive film I ever saw the Patriots, I mean, the Chiefs put on film ever in the Mahomes era. Wow. It was a disaster in every area. Mahomes was horrible. The pass protection was horrible. The play calling was horrible, right? Trick play on your own 10-yard line. That tells you how desperate they are, which it also tells you that they're not embracing what you're saying and then who they are. They kill sticking, hey, we'll be cool and run a trick play and it'll ignite us. No, it's not. Run the ball up the middle, then run it up the middle again, then toss it wide, then run a play action pass and get 40 yards from Mahomes, then play more defense and do it again. And I just feel like they got to come to terms with that. What do you think the Bears should do with Justin Fields? I mean, he's been Ooh. really good, Chris. Yeah, I don't. It, it's such a tricky situation. They have the number one overall pick, but they can either yeah. build around Justin Fields or build around the rookie quarterback. Build or build a team. Okay, that's what I said. I mean, their defense is in your face. It's a lot like the Browns. It's like go ahead, we dare you. We're right here. Try it. Right. They got the number one run defense. They got. Good secondary. Eberflus is a great defensive mind. The O-line's overpowering. They got a great tight end. The receivers are good. Justin Fields, it used to be one out of every three throws that go, oh, that's horrible, or what's he looking at, or whatever. Now it's like once in a while. I mean, he's throwing the ball great. He throws the ball outside the numbers. He's still the best running quarterback in football, right? I'm like, I'm more with what you're saying, like, it's a year where everybody's going to want Caleb Williams and Drake May. They could have three first-round picks when this year is over. They could. Three this year, another two next year, right? They could get a big-time receiver, another pass rusher. They have money to spend in free agency. They could be one of the top teams in the NFC. Build the team. Here's just – I want to – you got me going now because I got more on this, Good. right? Okay. Build the team. Stop the chasing of the quarterback all the time. Like – the Patriots built a team, and then they brought Brady along, and then it was like, oh, shit, he's a superstar now. The Steelers built a team, and they brought Terry Bradshaw along, and then they were like, oh, shit, we got a superstar here. Like, that's the way to do things, right? Not everybody – you're not going to find Mahomes or Josh Allen. Okay, so let's look at some other teams. The Browns. What have the Browns got? A team. I would argue the Dolphins built the team to justify picking the quarterback in the top 10. So they were like, oh, gosh, we got to be an all-star team. There we go. The Colts team, Gardner Minshew, playoffs right now. Goff sucks. Jared Goff sucks. We got to get him off the Rams. Oh, team, manage them, run the ball. 
oh, golf's really good. We might extend his contract, and we might be the number two seed in the NFC. Oh, Baker Mayfield sucks. He sucks. That's right. Oh, now he's on a team. Oh, Baker Mayfield's really good. We're going to extend him, right? Jalen Hurts, I don't know. He can't play quarterback. I'm not sure about that. Oh, the team's awesome around him. Hey, is he a superstar quarterback now? Okay. Like, build a team. That's all I'm saying. Mikey, yeah, you love seeing them get wound up, right? <laughs> it's, it's, fun. Fun. it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to see it develop as it happens. It's great. <laughs> what the f- is going on with Peyton and Russell Wilson, man? Man, I was surprised like you guys were. I knew it hadn't been great, but it had been good. You know, I get asked to watch film on the Broncos all the time. And I'm never like, oh, wow, it's amazing. But I'm going, oh, yeah, they're managing Russell. They're taking him, you know, taking it slowly, slowly giving him more and more offense and trying to build his confidence and do all that, not put too much on his plate, right? But, you know, then you get into, hey, they're benching him. And, of course, I was watching the game against the the uh, Patriots on, on Christmas night. That was a disaster. Christmas Eve night. It was a disaster. But – when they bench him, and then you go back and watch film, and you look at it through the prism of negativity a little bit, you kind of go, yeah, man, they run the same plays a lot. They don't do anything, right? You know, uh, Russell Wilson, when receivers don't know where to line up, Russell doesn't tell them where to line up. They look at the sidelines, and they tell them where to line up. So I think between, you know, Lack of big-time play and Sean Payton going, wait, what's the point of having me if I can't have my million-play playbook involved in the game? Right. I think he had had enough. He felt handcuffed. So he wants to move on to somebody that he feels that can run the complete and total Sean Payton offense. What is Russell Wilson next year? Is he a backup or is he a starter? Oh, he's a starter. Is he on a good team? I think I think he'll still be a good a starter. I think you got to – I think what I've learned with Russell Wilson is it, it's got to be – He's not capable of, like, this great offense, 5,000 yards, 4,500, 45 touchdown passes and all that. That's just not who he is, right? He's hesitant on letting go of the ball. He watches the rush too much. He's hesitant to throw the ball over the middle of the field. I feel like he's got to go and be a part of a team that plays defensive football like he was with the Legion of Boom, Mikey A., right? Where it's like, Hey, he takes care of the ball. He scrambles and makes a few plays every now and then. And at the end of the game, he's clutch. That's what Russell Wilson was in Seattle. And I feel like the team I've thrown out there is like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. He would fit that style of football. Uh, Chris, the NFL is so funny. Three weeks ago, the Cowboys were the best team in the NFL. Uh, And now I ask you this question. Okay, three weeks later, after being the best team in the NFL, if Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys do not win a playoff game this year, will Mike McCarthy be fired? Gosh, I, I mean, I, I never know with Jerry Jones and what the expectations Harbaugh are. Harbaugh and Belichick lurking, just so. Yeah. I know. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I can't imagine Jerry Jones, though. He's going to let Harbaugh and Belichick come in, and he's going to take a back seat to them, and they're going right. to tell him to shut up and listen to right. what I say. I don't think that's happening. Okay. Right? All right. right. So, um, but I do, I do still think – I wouldn't fire him, but I still think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. You know, again, I mean, like the management of the the clock last Saturday night, I mean, that, that's embarrassing. You know, it, it, that was embarrassing. That was so stupid. They got so lucky. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I look at the – I wish the offense was a little more creative, but I still look at them and go, their biggest issues are 
you know, no big people on the D line. Their linebackers are below average NFL starters, and their safeties are just okay. And that's really what hurts their team more than anything. Uh, PFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock, the Unbutton Podcast, Football Night in America, Dolphins and Bills. Are the Dolphins in trouble, Chris? Well, I mean, it stinks with Bradley Chubb, right? It's the same thing we see every game the Dolphins lose, right? Good defensive line, physical, right? They know how to take away a few of the tricks. Oh, wait, they hit a few slants on us early. We've seen it a few times. Now we've taken away. What else is there on offense? What else is there, right? Tua doesn't throw the ball outside the numbers at all. You know, it's an occasional go route, but everything is right down the middle, right? The, the biggest thing is I, I really think they have to run the ball more. And I hate to say that, but I say that because the O-line's not a great pass-protecting O-line. And if they want those middle-of-the-field passes to be open, they got to be more patient. Like, when you look at the game last week again, and there's been other games too, the Titans game, I would throw this there too. If you're averaging seven yards a carry and you only run for 145 yards or somewhere around that, you didn't run the ball enough. And they get too bored with it. They'll rip off 20 and rip off five and then go three series without running the ball. And then you're going, wait, the Ravens are playing pass defense every play. So that's what I don't understand about them. And that's where they really keep screwing themselves over is the lack of patience in the run game uh, and it's taken away some of their ability to, to do some things in the pass game. Should Billy be terrified of Josh Allen? Well, yeah, he should always be terrified of Josh Allen, especially when you don't have Bradley Chubb and now you're limited with the guys that can contain him. I mean, mm. you're only re- – you know, Van Ginkle's your, your best pass rusher now, and he's a good one, but he's not Jalen Phillips or Bradley Chubb. We'll get you out of here in a second, but Lamar Jackson, they have home field advantage. They're the number one seed. Joe Burrow is hurt. The Chiefs are down. The Dolphins are banged up. If he makes it through the AFC, two home games, Chris, okay? Two home games, gets him to the Super Bowl against, in all likelihood, probably Brock Purdy or Jared Goff. If not now, when for Lamar Jackson? There is pressure on Lamar Jackson, in large part because he's so goddamn great and win his second MVP before the age of 26. No one has ever done that before. But also because of what has happened to the other teams here this year in the NFL with the quarterbacks being out. Yeah, no, it, it's it's setting up pretty for them. It Perfectly. really is. Yes. Perfectly. Yes. You know, and then, hey, I mean, if the Chiefs came to town, that'll be scary. We know that the Chiefs D is good. But I, I you know, yeah, it's not the Chiefs of old. Right. You know, I, I told you, I think Cleveland coming to town might be the scariest thing of all for them. Cleveland beat them in Baltimore earlier this year. So they're capable. Buffalo would be a little scary, but clearly in the class of their own, there is pressure. But. They're rolling right now, and they seem to be better when there is a little pressure. And, you know, they have more avenues in which to beat you on offense than they did in years past. I think that's the biggest thing. They don't have to go, oh, we have to run the ball good, and then the offense will be good. They can kind of do whatever they want now, and that's where I think they're a lot more dangerous than, than ever in the playoffs in the Lamar Jackson era. Chris, we didn't get to uh, talk to you last week, so I just need to know, who do we need to call to get you an Oscar for that 45-minute Walmart commercial you had? Mm. Because, honestly, you ah. took us on a journey that week. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just wondering, who do we need to call? I mean, th- it should speak for itself. You shouldn't have to call anybody. The Oscar should be coming in the mail. 
and I was that good. They were like, mm-hmm. we need Walmart needs more Sims. Let's make this one twice as long. <laughs> Billy immediately texted us after seeing that. Yeah, I loved it. He was yeah. so excited. And, and it's my favorite thing. Billy texted me. about Sims on the weekends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. Thanks, man. <laughs> Wait, Chris, do you subscribe? I remember growing up watching uh, your dad's great teams, the Giants, and Parcells, even when the Giants had things locked up, he would never sit the starters. He wanted to keep the momentum going. Do you agree with that philosophy? A hundred percent. I would not sit the starters in in a totality. If you have the first round by, no way, right? No. You know, again, to me, it's what did New England do for the last two decades? Yeah. They played week 18. Yep. You know, at least a half didn't matter. You know, it's too long to go without playing. I don't think we've had a Super Bowl winner in recent history here that's had that. All, All right, right, man. I enjoy get the, out here. Yeah, See enjoy you. the weekend, man. We'll talk to you. See you guys. It is time for this week's edition of Studio Gots, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code STU for a special offer when you sign up. That's code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bowl season. It continues. It never ends. 13-20-1 on the bowl season. I am never picking all the bowls again. Mike Golick was right. I'll pick them all again next year. 71-55-5 on the regular season. One game this week. The biggest of games. The national championship. Monday night. Washington plus five. Take it on Michigan. I'm done doubting Washington. We've been doing it all year. I ain't doing it anymore. Washington wins the game outright. They cover the spread. Washington by three points. NFL. Week 18. Final week of the regular season. Five and five a week ago. 67-62-1 on the season. Let's get to the games. Texans, minus one at the Colts. I'm just taking the better quarterback. Minshew's good. C.J. Stroud is great. I take the Texans here. They win. They cover the Texans by seven points on the road. The Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield, minus four and a half at Carolina. They need it. Carolina does not. Bucks win. They cover. The Bucs buy it down to four. The Bucs win by ten points on the road. Jacksonville, minus five at Tennessee. They win. They cover. They advance to the playoff. The Jags by 10 points on the road. Patriots, Belichick, perhaps his final game as the Patriots coach. Take it on the Jets, of course. Oh, they're going to blow them out. The Patriots win. They cover the Patriots by 21 points at home. Packers, minus three. Take it on the Bears. Packers need it. Bears have been good as any team in the NFL over the last four or five weeks, according to Chris Sims. I didn't say it. He did. Packers, buy it down to two and a half. I'm taking them. Packers need it. They get it. They win it. They cover. Packers, by seven points at home. Eagles, they need it as well. Minus five at the Giants. Eagles win and cover Philadelphia by eight points on the road. And finally, the big one. Bills, Dolphins. Billy, he's a nervous wreck. Buy it down to two and a half. Billy, I'm sorry I'm doing this to you. The Bills win. They cover the Bills by 10 points over the Dolphins. Those are the picks, everyone. Good luck. How are you, buddy? I've been, I've been, you know, going, going along, going, moving. You know, it's been, uh, it's been a wild ride these last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, What's been, uh, what's been the wildest part of it? The wildest part of it. Um, His coach was fired. Well, I oh, yeah, no, no, that, that yeah. with him. 
going through that. That, that, um, happened. You know. that happened. You know, and then, you know, life life going on too, moving right now. Like, I don't have my lights in the back or anything like that. So, oh, yeah. Been getting right. that, getting the house ready to move, uh, moving out of California. Um, and then end of season's coming, you know, we've been struggling. So that sucks as well. So it's that. And then I have my companies that have been doing well. And so it's like, wild man good stuff bad stuff everything in between so what, what's going on for you guys this year like what's what's the new the new path more of the same we've got a new thing coming what is there any any new flavors you know it's funny austin because billy was saying today that he's already tired of 2024 so yeah not my year come on billy what do you mean man what, what's going on there's not, there hasn't been anything concrete it's just a feeling i feel like next year will be more so my year than this year you know what i mean i mean i'm gonna give him my best shot but i'm also not i don't have i try austin to limit my expectations with things right because if i limit my expectations then i can't be disappointed where if okay. i expect too too great of things then i can only be disappointed mm-hmm. ah okay okay well i feel like there's there's a place to live where you have high expectations but you don't necessarily measure yourself to those expectations you measure yourself to the progress that you've made if that makes mm. sense you're always shooting for the horizon that you'll never catch the horizon it's always going to be there you're always going to be seeing like oh i could have it better however if you compare yourself to the horizon you're going to go crazy but if you compare yourself to what you were like i said before then right you can live in a place where you actually feel like you've you know progressed and done something so i think you need to change perspective a little bit very philosophical i love it appreciate what you have not what you don't have billy but austin's also saying that as like someone who's like in his peak of his life you know what i mean we're like austin when you start going this is not the peak my friend no this is not the peak okay don't put that on me billy don't put that on me you're still ascending all right well when you reach the level we're at where we're descending, you look back and you're like, oh, wow, I used to be so much better than I am now. I used to be in better shape. I used to be better looking. It just was such a better time before. And I realized this is just a slow march towards death. I think we need to check on Billy here after the show. You know, I, I think we need to check out our <laughs> But he's right. I mean, <laughs> you're not you'll wrong. Get there. You're getting married. You'll figure it out. We're not wrong. Oh. You're, we're all going to a slow right march to death, but you know, I want to live it up and have some type of you know fulfillment feeling, and not that I'm just inevitably going to die, which I am. But at least enjoy it while we still have the chance. What are you going to do for the Super Bowl? It's in your hometown this year, so do He's you call the like, game with us? What do you mean? I mean well, are people are people like hitting you up and like bothering you, asking you for connections and things already, or not yet? Um, not necessarily connections, but like to come show up at like their gathering. I know there's a big like celebrity poker tournament going on out there. So I know I'm getting invited to that um, with Blake Wynn. And then I know there's a bunch of just activations that I'm already going to be out there for that are that are going on. Obviously, Radio Row. I'll probably see you guys, you, you guys over there. Um, I'm sure you guys are going out to that. So it's it's more of the same. But now it's just a little bit more intriguing for me because it's I, I live here now. I can go to more and I'm not. You know, having to like fly and, you know, worry about hotel rooms and stuff. I can just go go home after the day's done. So it's exhausting. Yeah. Like, here's the it thing is. that we that we learned. So like when it was down here in Miami a couple of years ago, you're like, oh, my, oh, this is great. I'll be able to go home, sleep in my own bed like this is going to be awesome. Right. And then what happens is, is you realize like, oh, but I still have to live my everyday life the entire week. You know what I mean? We're like, if you go away to Super Bowl, you leave your normal everyday responsibilities behind at home and you're like, I'm going to be gone for a week or whatever it is and then i'll get back and i'll get to regular everyday life right 
But now it's like, oh, I need to go to do the celebrity poker tournament. And then I need to go to Radio Row. I need to do this. Did I turn off yeah, the lights? Did yeah. I take out the trash? Like you still have all the things that you have to do in everyday life. But you have all these people also bothering because like, oh, Austin lives there. He must know the best place to go. Does he have someone that can get me into this place or that right, place? Can right, he get me on this right. list? Hook me up with this. Hook me up with that. You okay. become a host. It's super annoying. Mm, really annoying. Mm. Well, look, it doesn't happen often enough. So I'm going to embrace it, Billy. You yeah. Know, I'm going on this. I'm going on the upward trend, Billy. We got to get you yeah. over here He's on the very negative side You're right. of the yeah. coin, How do I get man? there? Right. Get over here. Come on. Yeah. Right? Like, Billy, how old are you? Uh, I'm 36, so I'm You're old. too early. Did, Austin would agree. No. It's too early for you to start Way marching to early. death. Okay? Way too <laughs> early. If I was, no, if, if me and Austin were in the same industry, like they would have taken me out back and gotten rid of me already. You know what I mean? 36-year-old <laughs> running back, I wouldn't still be in the league. Yeah, that's that's tough. I don't See? Think I'm yeah. old. Yeah, you're old in athlete years, absolutely. You're you're yeah. grandpa, but you're not an athlete, so you're you're right. young. Excuse me, in podcast I, excuse years. Me. I was a pole vaulter in college. I was That's a Division right. One athlete. Okay. I'll have you know. Okay, I did he's young in running back minute. years, but not in quarterback years. Joe Flacco. I mean, there you go. <laughs> five minute core class yesterday, Austin. <laughs> That's a start. There you go. New Year's did resolution. Five? Let's go. Yeah, five. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Was that one of those things? New year, new me, and you got in there. Yeah. Or what? We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> it won't last long. <laughs> uh, do you have uh, New Year's resolutions? Do you do that, Austin? Actually, it doesn't. It wasn't an actual like resolution like this. I'm going to do this year, but I actually was reading this book, um, and it kind of gave me this like thing to do before you go to bed because I've been like mindlessly scrolling on like Instagram, and it's like instead of doing that. It's like like journal, like what were the wins of the day? And then journal what you want the wins of the, the next day to be tomorrow. Put your put your phone on airplane mode, set it aside and just think about, okay, what did I do today that was good? And then tomorrow, what am I going to do, right? That's going to consider that a win in my book. Um, so I've been, I'm trying that. So I'm trying that. So I've been doing a little bit of journaling, writing down my stuff and trying to just help myself. Now I know I have things that I want to check off today that I could, would consider a win right before I go to bed and, and look forward to the next day too. So that's a new thing that I'm trying out this year. Um, so yeah, like I said, just trying to continue to push forward and be, be as efficient, really mentally, not in like a, a quantifiable way, but like a qualitative way, like quality, like what's the quality of the time that I'm spending instead of trying to do as much as I possibly can. Let's just do high quality stuff. Um, mm -hmm. cause hopefully I can get a better return mentally in, in the fulfillment section of my life. So, uh, kind of, been going through a little not necessarily a change but kind of like a new awakening to maybe some new methods to try out in my life i like it uh i know you love what you do for a living i know that okay there are parts of it that are probably frustrating but i know you love in general what it is you do for a living are you looking forward for this season to be over uh i'm not necessarily looking forward to it um i try not to Try not to wish my life away because um, right. marching to your death because we're marching to death out here, you know. <laughs> so I'm very careful with my words when I when I'm looking forward to things. Um, I definitely am going to embrace this last game. It's been a learning year. Um, I've learned a lot more of what I expect for myself. You know, not only from the athlete side, but from a leadership side um, that I feel like I fell short in and maybe letting some stuff get away that I sh I shouldn't have. And I've learned from that. Um, and so now going forward. Um, 
things like I want to make sure that there's a point to to always have some type of way for us to like get together. And I think if it's not there, then I have to be the one in my in my head. I'm like, I want to be the one that steps up and make sure that that's happening and we can do that and we can build that camaraderie um, in multiple different ways. Um, so things like that that I've learned. There's a few others in there. That was just an example of one um, that I've learned from the season. And, you know, I got asked after the game, like, you know, like, you know, how are you feeling? And yeah, it's frustrating. Um but at the same time, you know, this this is life and this is sports, you know. And so for all the fans and everyone, it's super emotional and everything. But it's like I've gone through bad seasons. I've gone through great seasons. And guess what? Regardless of how the season goes, you're going to come back again next year with the same mindset of trying to get better, of trying to be more consistent, of trying to be a better leader, trying to be a better person. And it never it never changes. Obviously, the emotions are short term and they're in the now. But over the long term of, of my athlete career, it's really more of the same. And it's always continued to try to progress towards that horizon that I was telling Billy about right? That's out there, but you don't get caught up in the horizon, right? You make sure that you're looking at, you know, how far I've come. And I'm, I'm very proud of my career and how far I've been able to continue to progress. Billy's looking at his grave. I mean, it's sad. Huh? <laughs> it makes me sad. Uh, but I am, I, I, I am wondering, Austin, because this is such an interesting off season for you. Okay. You're, you're going to be 29 in May. Uh, we've yes. talked about your body and how much it hurts. And so, and you're a free agent. So, can you kind of take us through the decision-making process this offseason? Like, have you already decided I'm coming back? I want to play football still. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing for me as an athlete. I have another opportunity to go and play and make an impact. And as long as I have an impact, I want to keep that that opportunity on the table. Um, and, you know, there'll be a time in my life where I walk away from the game. But until that happens, like my mindset is continue to get ready and make an impact in the football field if I can and if a team wants me. Um, and so... You know, it's my resume of the, over the past seven years. Um, I continue to build it, you know, whether it's, you know, going through good or bad seasons, you know, still putting stuff on tape. Um, and yeah, we'll see how this season, offseason plays out. It's going to be super interesting, super interesting because there's so much going on in the running back space. So right. we'll see how it plays out. Well, what's the most important thing to you? Is it staying where, where you're comfortable, staying at home? Is it money? Is it maximizing money? Is it playing for a Super Bowl contender? <sighs> what would be the most important thing for Austin? Well, you ha you have to you have to have some parameters in there because you can't just say, oh, it's it's not money, and I don't, I don't, I'm just gonna go play for free, you know, or the minimum or whatever, it, whatever sure. it is. Like you have to have some sort of like you know pushback as far as the money component because it affects everyone in the running back market. If you're if you're a stud and you're like, ah, oh, no, I, I I make a ton of money off the field. I don't care about any money. Well, now you're screwing over everyone else that was like, hey, well, I'm getting compared to you, and you're not making is what you should be making. Um, so yeah, the money definitely is is a part of it um just for the sake of the business and then also um yeah i'm obviously going to be 29 i'm going into year eight next year so i want to be in a situation where i can make the most impact on a team that's like yeah we're, we're getting this thing going um as far as the like being on a team that's rebuilding it's like i can go out there and make an impact absolutely um is that necessarily where i want to be I don't know. It, it depends on the situation. It depends on the situation of, hey, is this like a one-year deal? Is this a two-year deal? If it's a one-year deal, I probably want to be on a team where it's like, hey, we're looking forward. We're moving in the direction that's, hey, we have a chance to go go make the playoffs and actually, you know, make a make a run, which which I felt like we were in with the Chargers this year. So who right. knows what's going to happen? <laughs> it's crazy. The football is wild. Uh, so really, if I just get the opportunity to come back and play on a team that is is has some upside and has some, you know, bright looking future out there, then um that's why I feel like I would want to be anyway. Did you see that Lions game? Did you see the call, the, the missed call? Like, what do you make of the officiating? Should they be held more accountable, the officials? Ah, man. I mean, we should all be held accountable um, to our job. But I think 
the officiating is such an impact on the game that it blows my mind that these guys are not full time. Like, how are these people not full time? Yes. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. And we have people that need to regulate and officiate the actual game that's being played. These people, in my mind, should be just nonstop studying film, going to people, going to practices, going to games. Right. Like they, this is what they do. You do this full time because look at the impact that it has. Right. If it is a questionable call or whatever. And if if there's a way that we can actually right make it better, which in my mind would be full time, which. Uh, Pat McAfee was saying it today. You get a sponsor to pay these people full time. Like imagine, you know, Adidas pays up like all the stripes and they have a big Adidas on every single referee and they pay, they pay them for this sponsorship for the TV and all like, it wouldn't be hard. Money's not the option, not, not the question. It's like, why are we not doing this full time to get, so like, think of us, we're football players. We're right. not doing this part time. You know, if we did a part time, the, the quality would, would, you know, be, um, be less than it is. And so same thing with the officiating. We got these guys that, you know, Monday through Friday are out here doing whatever they're doing. Then on Sunday, like, ah, I got to go call a game, you know, <laughs> like, come on. So I think we can help them out. I think we can help the refs out by giving them more opportunities to continue to be actually like committed to this, which I know they are, but like, let's, let's give them, let's give them more resources so they can just do this full time so that, that we can have a little bit more accountability there. Cause you could say, yeah, we got to hold them accountable, but they ain't even doing this full time. Right. Well, I mean, they're not poor. There's, these are like lawyers also. This is like their side fun gig. I have a question for you based on a commercial. Okay, not from all of like... them are lawyers here. Really. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> they're all members of law firms. <laughs> Maybe a couple. I, a... I don't know. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if you guys as players, Austin, were more accountable and you did like that kid in that commercial where you're like, hey, ref, it was out on me. And you go and you correct the official <laughs> when you make the mistake. Because I, I feel held. like if there's anyone in the league that would do that, it might be you where you're like, you know... I actually didn't cross the plane there. We're going to have to take <laughs> no that one off. Chance. I know it's going to going to cost chance. my charity $1000. No I did score. You're that. asking competitors to be honest? <laughs> oh my goodness. We want We're celebrating most- Michigan. They cheated their way to the national championship game. I mean, <laughs> like we're always looking for an edge. So if I mean, like if if it's in, it's in. They said it was in, you know? So you can't put that in the hands of the athlete. Absolutely not. Uh, Billy, do you have the standings? Austin, the game is called if the season ended today. Okay. okay. Now we realize there's another week, but Billy will give you the uh, the potential playoff. Well, not potential. The season ended today. So these are the playoff matchups. And we just want to get your thoughts on the playoff matchups. Is that okay? Interesting. Okay. Let, let's, let's hear what you got. Like you want me to like <laughs> pick a team or what? Yeah, well, I'll pick a team. Let's let's do okay, it. We'll, okay, we'll do it okay, fair enough. Let's go. Let's try it. Okay. All right, so the Browns are playing the Jaguars in Jacksonville. The season ended today. Who do you like there? <laughs> the Browns are incredibly hot with with Joe Flacco. This man is just getting it done. Um, and then, obviously, their defense has been stout the entire year, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Browns. Wow. Mm, All right, okay. I'll take the Browns as well. Yes. <laughs> if the season ended today, the Dolphins are hosting the Colts. Ooh. What's what's yeah. going on with Miami? Everyone's hurt. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> yeah They're getting that. unhealthy at the wrong time. I feel that, man. Like even our team, like our top our first three receivers are hurt. Starting center's hurt, right? Like we're on a third string center. Edge rushers hurt. These guys are hurt. Everyone like it's downfall, Not man. Not to mention the quarterback. Oh yeah, court. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, too, a little one. Know, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you guys aren't beat up that bad, you know. Over Miami. Yeah. I mean, Mostert's out. Waddle's out. We just lost yeah. Chubb. They lost Jalen Phillips. They've, yeah. they've got some yeah. injuries there. Yeah. You know, I think Miami squeaks out a win there. 
All right, squeaks out over Gardner Minshew. All right, all right, and the big one, one, the big one in the AFC, the Bills at the Chiefs. Mm. That one's interesting too because those teams have definitely played at a high level, but have shown some inconsistencies. Mm. Um, But I'm thinking something bad about the Chiefs that you're going to play against this week. Yeah, well, yeah, we, yeah, well, if the season's already ended, you know, yeah, that's matter. true. Not that's true. He's not <laughs> playing that's the point. Bills. He gets the game. Right. I'm, going, I'm going with the Bills, though. I think the Bills are gonna. I think the Bills get it done. I think the Bills get it done over the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be a last second like field goal. Boom, Bills over Chiefs. Austin's better at this game than I am. It's your game. <laughs> I love when people use Billy's logic against him. Well, I don't great. know what you're yeah. talking about. The season ended today. And, he's like, and he loves yeah. it. He right. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> this is just the first round, Austin. We won't press you on the next two rounds, okay? Thanks. Yeah, we'll do, we'll that, do that next week. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Next, the season next ended next week, which right. it does. But <laughs> All right. The Eagles are going to Tampa Bay. The Eagles. Mm. Wow. Did not even think about it. Uh, I'm going to take Baker Mayfield there. How about that? Taking Baker. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ridiculous. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. The Lions are hosting the Rams. This is a big one. I mean, a double revenge game, Austin. Stafford and Goff. I know the Rams have been have been getting it done. Have been getting it done. Um, man, the Lions though they've been looking so sharp. Oh, I think I think I had to go with the Lions for the first round. I think they get a first round win. <sighs> Um, how would you how would you like playing for Dan Campbell? Hypothetically, how would you like playing for Dan Campbell and someone who is so fixated on his plan of we're going for the win that he had three tries and never decided, you know what, let's just tie this game and take it to overtime. Like, nope, we're going for this win. I don't care how many penalties are called. I mean, I I was with Brandon Staley and we did the same thing. Right? right. We're going for the win. We're going for the win. If we're, exactly. if we're going for it, we're going for it. it. Don't it don't matter. It was fourth and nine out in Kansas City and we went for it. You know, like so. Hey, if your guy believes in your guys and you guys got to get it done, then let's go get it done. At some yeah. point, you got to give your team a chance, though. Like after that penalty, you should have kicked the extra point. I mean, he would have went for it if they had the ball in the fifty. I mean, <laughs> we're going for it. It means we're going for it. it don't mean all right. All right. Oh, all right. with circumstances, you know, unless something you know astronomically bad happens, and you know, there's some crazy, you know, now we're at the fifty yard line. Sure, but. I mean, so it seems like he would like to play for Dan Campbell, but that also comes yeah. with living in Detroit, Austin. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Motor yeah. City, Detroit. All right. yeah. One more game, Billy. All right. The Cowboys will be hosting the Packers. Ooh, the, well, the Packers game from McCarthy. Huh? Packers mm-hmm. have been on a on a streak, though. Um, Jordan Love's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they've been doing some good things over there, but I think I think the Cowboys are just too much right now. Yeah, I think the Cowboys get that win. Ooh. All right, man. We appreciate you, and uh, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Appreciate you, boys. I have exciting news for everyone here. I have the updated standings and rankings of everybody's picks Ooh, for the entire it. season. Really? So you have the updated standings before we get to this week's picks. Is that what you're saying, Billy? This is I very do. exciting. All right. Headed, headed into the last week of the regular season, I know exactly where everybody on this call stands. And I also have included people who have made picks throughout the season uh, who are not on this call right now. I know where exactly everybody is. Wins, losses, and win percentage for everyone. I'm already going to have to review every episode now before this even starts because I know Billy's got some something up his You haven't he even made. heard the results right. and you're already protesting them. He is, you're already he going is. back and listening to the, the previous 17 if, episodes. If you're yeah. in first, are you going to go back and listen to If it's 80%, he said it's 80%. That's, no, can, can I tell you something? 
that is exactly what motivated me, Carl, to go through yes. week by week. Because when he, yeah, I'm obviously, I'm not, obviously I'm not no way in the world. I, I don't know that. The last six weeks, I'm around seventy five percent. Oh bullshit! Bullshit! I call Don bullshit. Anthony, the million dollar <laughs> man. Ah, uh, Juju Gotti is head to the Zoom. Hello, Juju. Hey, Juju. Brothers, happy New Year, my brothers. Thank you for having me, family. Just read, just read <laughs> Billy, and then we'll go from there. Okay, fuck, he is in such a bad mood right now, Billy. He thinks you got it in for him, man. I mean, Billy. He is. He always, Billy's always got it in for me. K Funk may be first, but there's no way he's at 80%. That's I know I'm not at 80%, Carl. I'm not at 80%. He's, he's also not in first. Okay, right. there you go. Oh, he's go. also not at 75% the last five weeks. I mean, none of it's oh, there true. There you go. There you go. If you're going to say someone's in first that made one week of picks, then you're full of shit because that's not how it works, dude. K Funk. I'm uh, talking five. about me. I'm talking about me, Gordy, Share Bear, and Carl, the people Great. that are on every week. Yeah. No, no, no. Great. No, if no, you no, don't no, think no, I'm in no, first, then no, you are no. smoking crack. K-Funk, the rules are, and the rules have no, always not. been. No, it's not. We did, Whoever, we what are you year. talking about? We I mean, Brandon Siler made picks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we did this last year. It's like you you have to qualify yeah. for the playoffs. You have to have an right. Dude, guys, I agree. I agree. Well, I agree with K-Funk. It's got to have a threshold, man. You can't get Pitching one game. Come on. Two weeks. Two weeks. Everyone calm down. Everyone calm down. You're getting Carl, Carl, what you're doing is excluding Juju from the standings. I mean, yeah. I like Juju. I like Juju. I love Juju. I love Juju. I Whatever Juju is, that's the that's the floor. Next season, next season, Juju can come on every week with us. Look at all right, but, well, hold on, Everett. We got to regroup. Billy is holding the papers over his face. Yeah. Uh, chaos is insane. <laughs> happening right now. Cave, Billy cave is fun. an agent of chaos. He loves chaos. No. Yet he's uncomfortable with this chaos. So no, it's just you're getting you're getting too excited, K. Fuck, and you're screaming louder than Zoom can record. So you're going out while you're yelling. You just got to try yeah. to keep, it, keep your composure a little bit. All right. So in first place is uh, with a 900 win you're percentage. Going first, first, huh? Oh, you want me to go from the bottom? We'll start at the bottom. In, okay. in last in last place with a 200 win percentage is Little Share Bear. In second to last place uh, was Dojo, which is your son, K-Funk, who has a 400 win percentage. <laughs> He's yeah, That's fine. He'll eat it. Two, two and three. Right. Then we have, uh, we have Jason in third to last place, who was 450. Then at 500, we have a three-way tie at 500. We have Mojo which was picked by Mike Yeh in the first week of the season. <laughs> we have Brandon Seiler, who was 500. Wow. And we also have Dan Bonato, who was one and one in his two picks that he made. <laughs> That's right, Dan. <laughs> yeah, Dan Bonato is in there at 500. Forgot about Dan. <laughs> yeah. Nothing right. has made Gord happier than hearing Dan. <laughs> I love my employees. Shout out to D Bonato, running yeah. back at Maryland. Where's the Uber driver? Well, let's we'll get there. Then then we're going to move up in the rankings. Then we have Gordy, who's making an appearance at a 515 win percentage. Gord. Just, just ahead of Gordy is, is Share Bear at a 522 win percentage. Nice, Share Bear. Okay. Then then we have Carl at a 538 win percentage. Yes. Okay. Don't say you sounded shocked when you said that. Work, Carl. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Which by by the way, I'd just like to point out of all of our regulars, I believe this is the first season all of our regulars have a winning percentage, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Yeah. After Carl, we have two chains with a six hundred win percentage. Oh wow. 
Yeah, he went, so... he went three and two the one week that he was on. And we have four people remaining. The next person in fourth place in win percentage is K-Funk at a 614 win percentage, which is, <laughs> hey, is very impressive. Pretty very close. impressive. I, I got to tell you. Yes. 61% for the season isn't No, Carl, Carl, we're giving K-Funk shit, but I got to tell you, that's really good. He's had a good two-year no, run yeah, here. That's yes. good. Yep. Almost, yep. almost on the medal stand there, K-Funk. Yes. 614, almost. but, but yeah. fourth place. Outside looking in now. He gets the, <laughs> yeah. he gets the pewter medal. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. In third place, we have Juju with a 700 win percentage. Wow. K-Funk's finding a way right now. For two for two appearances, that's that is good, Juju. What's the raw number? Juju's record is thirteen five and two, which I is mean, not it's not anything to to sneeze at there. It's like four or five twenty games. How many games? How many games have we picked? Like, what's our game? Yeah, right. So you, K Funk, you K Funk have picked seventy games. You are okay. forty twenty four and six. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so, Carl. Carl, what am I? What am I? We, rest, what am I? we rest our case, Carl. We rest our case. So, what am I? So fourth place. Uh, Carl, you are 33, 28, and 5. Okay. Good job, Carl. All right. Yeah. Carl, K-Funk, there, is no, what, Carl. there is no case to rest, K-Funk. Carl's already allowed Juju in. Like You're in he fourth said place. He's, no, it's not a no, big he's deal. Not allowed. He's not allowed in for the annual. No, he's not. He's got to hit a certain amount of, you a certain amount of uh, a game. You know, there's no prize, K-Funk. You're, you're not going to win anything here. <laughs> you know, Carl, hey, so Carl, angry. That being I'll said, congrats, Carl. Juju. Congrats, Juju. No, listen. I think last year, Carl, you were like in the 30s. So I give you props, bro. You, you, I've never been. I've bad. never been over 500. My first year over 500. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're killing it, boy. You're killing well, it. I will say this, K Funk. You do have to watch out because we have a couple weeks to go here. I assume we're going to still make picks in the playoffs. And yes, we will. Unless unless two chain comes back on, he's locked in at 600, and you can go below 600 in the win percentage and drop down to fifth place. So <laughs> you should stop picking games, K Funk. Just be careful. Right, right, right. Well, you you can't you you can stop picking games. However, you won't catch up to Juju, who's a 700 win percentage, and there's still there's still two people ahead of Juju. Michael, the Uber driver, has an 800 win percentage. Bravo, Michael. Yep. Here's the thing about Michael. Michael also is one of two people who's undefeated, but he has two ties. That's why he's at 800, but he has never lost. He was 3 0 and 2. Yeah. And in Ooh. first place, we have Captain Lee from Below Deck, who was 4 0 and 1, undefeated, <laughs> but has the one tie. So, okay. K Funk, okay. you're fourth, you're fourth hey, at the moment. Just, hey, so just hey, just for comparison, uh, Share Bear was 5 0 his first week. So, that's how, that, if we would have just gone with one week, Share Bear would be in first place. So Share right. Bear was actually 0-4 and one oh. his first week. Yeah. 0-4 and one. Yeah. Oh, four and one. Yes. Who was yeah. five? Who, who was five and someone was five and other first week? Was it Gordy? Share Bear. Uh, no, no one was week five two. and other first week. In in Maybe the third, oh, okay. the third or fourth week that Share Bear made picks, he was five and a half and oh, and he got that extra half because he made sure <laughs> to go with the money line and not the odds. So we gave him that half. So let's start uh, with the Texans at Colts. Uh, the Texans, I'm sorry, the Colts are plus one and a half at home. This is a big game. I believe the winner gets in uh, to the playoffs. But, Billy, explain uh, explain what's going on with Texans-Colts. If either of these teams win, they're in. So both of these teams need to win this game. And then if they lose, there's still ways that they can get in if other teams win or lose. These teams are playing their starters. These teams both need to win. That's the point. So let's go to Juju Correct. first here. We'll go Juju-Texans because, Mikey, I can't wait. Hold on. Let's... Hold on. I need a pen. I need a pen. Go ahead. <laughs> what do we got, right Juju? <laughs> what do we got, Juju? <laughs> I turned up dead. K-Funk. All right. 
<laughs> Juju Texans at Colts. Colts plus one and a half. What are you taking here? I'll go with C.J. Stroud, Noah Brown, and them boys. Get well soon, Tank Dale. I see you. Texans in the playoffs, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that. Uh, Thank you, it, Juju. It was great. Mikey, I don't know if you saw this, but Colin Coward already had the Texans locked into the playoffs, and Tank Dell is the big reason as to why they're going to advance far. The Texans are not locked in, and Tank Dell is out for the season. Right, right, right. Blazing five. (laughs) Take a lighter to your money and light it up. Uh, Let's go to uh, Carl Douglas. Carl, who are you taking in this game? Texans at Colts. Colts plus one and a half. I got to think if they got to win – and they're at home, and you're giving me points, I'm going to take the Colts and the points. Wow. Right. K-Funk, are you taking here? To me, it's coming down to these quarterbacks, and I cannot take Minshew over Stroud. And, you know, the disrespect of that line a little bit, the spread, the line I'm talking about, I, I got to take Houston here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gord, who are you taking? You know, Max Crosby had some serious smack talk to Minshew, called him a little boy last week, and I think Minshew's taking that personally. And uh, he's going to get the W this week. So I'm going with the Colts. Share Bear, who are you taking? Kind of back my boy Gordy up here. Both of him and I are on a a nice sober living for the last three days. So I think we're, we're, you know, (laughs) we're seeing the same thing. Um, Also, Gardner Minshew, you know, he's got a place here in Naples, Fort Myers. And uh, he likes pickleball. So uh, I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking money line. I want another half a point. Let's go to the next game here. Vikings at Lions. Billy, do you want to explain the consequences of this game? I believe the Lions are still playing for seeding. The Vikings are still trying to get in, right? If the Lions win, they will be the number two seed if the Eagles and Cowboys both lose. So that's why this game is important to the Lions. Now, the Vikings need to win, and they need some losses from other teams, Packers, Seahawks, et cetera, for them to get in. So that's okay. where they're at. All right, so let's go to a Share Bear first here. Lions minus three and a half at home taking on the Vikings. I'm going to stick with my U.S. bank. Minnesota, it's, it's cold up there, yes. even though uh, it's away. I'm going to go Minnesota. All right, let's go to Carl here. Carl, who are you taking? Uh, Lions minus Vikings. three and a half at home, Take it on the Vikings. I don't know who the Vikings quarterback is going to be. I'm going with the Lions, and I'll give up the points. Uh, let's go to K-Funk. K-Funk, who are you taking? I don't like that half a point, but um, hmm. the, Lions got, the Lions got it really handed to them by the refs last week at home. I'm going to take the Lions here. Okay. Gord, who are you taking here? Lions minus three and a half. Take it on the Vikings. Got to go Detroit at home. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling Juju's going the same way. Juju, who are you taking here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Juju's picking. Hold on. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, look, Mike, you're going to get me hurt by k Fonks. Please stop. <laughs> There's only two people we pull out the pen for, Juju. It's you and the Uber driver. That's it. <laughs> or the captain. I believe in Nick Mullins more than I believe in the other quarterback. He's a Wow. But at the same time, the way the Lions lost last week, they got something to Lions 100%. All right, we move on to the Falcons at the Saints. The Saints uh, need to win. Falcon, both teams need to win, right, Billy? The Falcons will clinch the <laughs> NFC title if they win, plus a Tampa Bay loss at Carolina. Uh, the Saints could win the NFC South, and they could also clinch a regular playoff berth, but they need to. Worst case is the Saints have to at least tie. They can't make the playoffs with a loss. Okay, so Saints are minus three and a half. They're at home. They're taking on the Falcons. Let's go to Carl first. Carl, who are you taking? Again, I look at the quarterbacks. The Saints I have a better quarterback this week. They played well last week. I'll go with the Saints, give up the points at home. Okay, K-Fog? Once again, like the last one, these halves, I don't like this half, yeah. but uh, yeah. I got to I gotta take the Saints at home here. Okay, uh, Juju, who are you taking here? 
Fizzer, Peace Up, A-Town Down returns, man. Like, they had a bad one last week in Chicago, and I got the faith in the Falcons. They already showed me what they need to show me, which is they are losers. Whenever I think they're going to win, they're going to lose. So I think they're going to lose this week, so I'm picking them to win. All right. Mikey, you write that down? Good. Okay. Uh, Gord, who are you taking here? Uh, Saints, three and a half, taking on the Falcons. I think it's going to be a tough division game for, for potentially first place, so – it's going to be tight. I'm going to go ATL. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Share Bear, who are you taking? Um, it's tough to get out of New Orleans alive. It is. You're right. Literally. Uh, my dad in, got in, in the there. stadium, you know. Who did? It's a tough place. Um, I'm going whoa, 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 whoa. Bop, 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 bop. Papa Gronk got arrested in New Orleans? Yeah, he uh, he he got in a fight. He knocked someone out. Oh. Of course he did. <laughs> Recently? Uh, no, it was a while ago. I, I haven't really told the story yet. I was with him. Yeah, we both got into it. It was pretty aggressive. Right. Uh, it seems like a story you don't want to tell, Gore, which I understand. Yeah, I, you know? I don't really want to, but I had to bring it up because uh, uh, Share Bear had a really good point. It's it's tough to get out of there alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have if not for dad, right? <laughs> Yeah, I got I got split open too, right across my eye. Okay. It was oh. it was it was a whole right. family affair, a whole family affair there, yeah. huh? Yeah, wow. yeah, there's a lot of haymakers. So, oh. All right, Share Bear, we interrupted you <laughs> with a uh, with a fight story. We, uh, who are you taking here? Are we the Saints? Okay, good. Okay. Hard to get out of New Orleans alive, of course. Uh, let's go. Uh, uh, is it Seattle at Arizona? I think Seattle needs this to get in. So Seattle is plus uh, the Cardinals, excuse me, are plus two and a half at home taking on uh, the Seahawks. Billy, are there any implications they need to know? Yeah, so the Seattle Seahawks will get a playoff berth if they win plus a Green Bay loss or tie versus the Bears, or if they tie the game plus the Packers lose plus the Bucks lose. Uh, or if they tie the game, plus the Packers lose, plus the Saints lose or lose or tie versus the Falcons, and the Cardinals are terrible. They have no implications. They have nothing right. to play for. Just yeah. beat the Eagles though last week. But anyway, doesn't matter. Um, yes, Seattle better. has something to play for. Arizona does not. They have not. That's that's that's, that's a larger point. Yes. All right. So I'm going to Seattle. Go... Is Gino. Well, Gino was quarterback last week. Yeah, he's he should All be right. playing. So Gino's back. All right. Yeah. All right, Kfo, who are you taking here? I'm going to take the Cardinals here. Okay. Hmm. Uh, be weird if you aren't being honest. I mean, <laughs> I don't like. I mean, this spread, to me, the spread makes no sense. They should be Seattle should be fair by a touchdown, not what is it three? I mean, uh, it's two and a half. Cardinals plus two and a half. Yeah, that's that is even more disrespectful. Give me the give me the Cardinals. Okay, uh, let's go to Gord. Gord, who are you taking here? Honestly, I was just thinking the same thing. K Funk was. I just don't know how that spreads two and a half, especially a team that really has nothing to play for, and a team I, I don't know. I feel like it, this is a trick question. Um, oh, Gord, I'm telling you right now, it's based on the Eagles. It's based on the Cardinals beating the Eagles in Philadelphia <laughs> last week. I mean, that's why. I got to go with Seattle. I, if it was three, it might be different. I think I, they got to win by at least three. I'm, I'm going to okay. take it. Okay. Uh, Carl Douglas, who are you taking here? It's going to be tough, man, because Seattle might know by the time their game starts what their position is because the East Coast games will have been played. Yep. So it's it, it's really dicey. They may know by that point that they're out and mm. they'll discourage them. But I got to take the Seahawks. I think that point spread is too low. I'm taking the Seahawks. Okay. Share Bear, who are you taking here? I've written on this. 
Space Needle all year long, but I've been reading some reviews yesterday and the customer service has not been where it needs to be, it seems. And people aren't liking the food. And uh, I'm going to go against the Seattle. I mean, I've been reading wow. some reviews on Amazon wow. and Google, so I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Wow. I mean, wow. Yeah. Never pick against the Space <laughs> the Needle, Cher Bear. <laughs> you really want to get the Space the Needle? Reviews. Yes. The bad food. The line is too long. The line is yeah. too long lately. Now All I'm right, Juju, Juju, who you taking? Mikey, you get your pet out. Yeah, just simply because uh, K-Funk took the Cardinals, I'm taking the Seahawks. Space Needle wow. all the way. You got to know. I think uh, last week was the Cardinals Super Bowl. They beat the Eagles. They finna have a, a hell of a bounce back week, and they're going to lose by 13 points. Wow. wow. You don't, you don't listen to any 600 win percentages. You stay up at the 700s. <laughs> hey, Billy. Exactly right. Yeah. I want to change my pick. I, I, I got I to gotta creep up on K-Funk. I'm going to okay. change my pick and go with Juju. Okay, Mark. perfect. Yeah. I like oh, that. Yeah, it's winning time, Cher Bear. That's smart. Go I mean, with Juju. <laughs> We're going after you, K-Funk. We're going after you. Yeah. So everyone has Seattle except me. Seattle except me. All right. We're yeah. going yeah. after you. <laughs> yep. Yep. The captain has him. He has the Cardinals <laughs> plus 17 at home. <laughs> That's his own line, right? I like, yeah. I like this guy. I like the captain. Oh, he's great. I wish he would join us every week. He's busy. Uh, Bills and Dolphins. This is the big game. Means a lot to Billy. Means a lot to Billy. Okay, he's a big Dolphin fan. Uh, Dolphins struggling. They're banged up. Bills getting hot at the right time. Bills at Dolphins Sunday night. <laughs> Dolphins are plus three at home. Some disrespect being thrown the Dolphins wet. Let's go to uh, Carl Douglas first. Carl, who are you taking here? I think the Dolphins are reeling. They're hurt. And Tyreek is going to be worried about his house. Mm. I'm going with the Bills and giving up the points. Sorry, Billy. Okay. It's right. okay, Carl. Gordon, who are you taking here? Bills at Dolphins, Dolphins plus three at home. I hate going against home division, but I, I want my I want I want my home team to win. So I'm I'm rooting for the home team. Okay. Uh let's go to uh let's go to K Funk. K Funk, who are you taking here? Bills at Dolphins. I'm gonna I'm gonna go last here as a lifelong Dolphins fan. Okay. I need a couple more seconds here. That's fine. That's not how this works. Wait, I'll a let minute. him go no. last. No, I'll, I'll went, let him go last. I went first. Uh, I went first two times no, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Doesn't matter. Let's get to Juju. All right. Uh well no, let's get to Share Bear first. Share Bear, go okay, ahead. Okay, yeah. I'd like to go Buffalo with my boys Gordy, um, and the family, but uh I'm thinking uh selfishly here. I need a big night out in Miami, and I don't want their season to end uh, just yet. I'm going to be there that following weekend on the 12th, and I wouldn't mind being there for some playoff weekends. So let's go Dolphins. All right. They're still, they're okay. still going to be in the playoffs. They're still yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. Lose, it might not be in Miami. Yeah, Regardless, yeah, they'll they'll be in there. Don't worry. Yeah, but Sherbert is saying him. if they lose, he's going to be in Miami. If they lose, the game might be on the road. I think. Yes. That's I got you. <laughs> Juju, it's your decision. You want to go first? You want K-Funk to go first? I will go first because K-Funk from the pit don't raggle ass Dolphins. And I'm going, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Boom. Wow. I will be in the wow. I'm scared as hell. I admit this is a scary <laughs> game, but I'm going to have faith in my Buffalo Bills. Juju, Juju will be there in person, everyone. Are you excited yeah. for him? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, K. Is he gonna wear? Is he gonna wear Buffalo Bill gear? Absolutely. Oh yeah. I go in the Satan's den with one on. You feel? God bless. <laughs> I love you, Choo Choo. <laughs> Let's go to K. Funk. K. Funk, are you taking? I told Billy who I was taking last night, so I was just kind of getting a little drama going here. Dolphins. Um, as a Dolphins fan, my whole life, uh, the Bills always own us. I, 
I'm a big Josh Allen fan. He's been balling lately. Uh, I, I'm taking the Bills here. I'm taking the uh, Bills here. I, uh, Billy, I told you that last night, didn't I? Dolphins are going to lose, I think. But yeah. I said, I hope we don't. I said, I hope we don't, though. But I just, the, Bills have our, the Bills have our number, man. And that, that spread is so disrespectful. Like, come on. Juju, Vegas, you want to switch? Vegas usually knows what's up. You can switch, Juju, if you want. The only other time K Font went against his Dolphins, his Dolphins won big. So I'm scared, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's also why I do it because I, I gamble real money, not just this 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 little shit here. So if oh, I lose, this is not lose little, here, this is that's probably why you're sitting at six hundred and not seven hundred. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, Juju, are you staying with uh with Buffalo? I stay with Buffalo. All right, gentlemen, this was uh it was a lot of fun today. Share Bear, it seems like you're getting ready to play pickleball. Is that fair? Yes, sir. Okay. Mm. Uh, Carl, you want to promote that wonderful law firm on the way out? Douglas Hicks Law in Los Angeles. Uh, Gord, anything to promote on the way out here? You, you know what? We got uh, we got a cool new uh, two cool new products um, that Rob and I are actually getting next week. Uh, we have our cold plunges with ozonators. So there's no chemicals uh, to put in your water for our new cold plunge, the barrel or the uh, rectangular chiller. And then we have our um, new saunas, outdoor saunas. Um, so pretty excited about our Gronk Fitness chillers, saunas, and uh, cold plunges. So if you need one, hit me up. I'll yeah. always take my boy. So we'll take we'll take one each on the show, and then we'll promote it every week. Hmm. Perfect. Where do I send it? Sounds great. Send them all to me. Share Bear, anything you want to promote on the way out here? No, I'm good. Next week that would be Miami, so I hope uh, hope you've warned everybody. I'm gonna be there, so I'm building against some fun, and uh, I'm. Hand deliver that paddle. Well, how do we have the Miami Marine Stadium? I was just gonna ask, how do people go to pickle games, Share Bear? It's at the Miami Marine Stadium. You just you, you can register online, picklegames.com, but it's it's uh it's right there, uh same place they had the post Malone concert. It's gonna be a festival. We will talk to you guys next week. Playoff time, okay? There's plenty of weeks yeah. left here. We still have the playoffs and perhaps a few tricks up our sleeve. Perhaps the Super Bowl will be worth ten games. We don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> We're not doing oh. our we're not doing our bonus college national championship game this year or what? Oh, you want to do that? Sure. You want to do you it want, quickly? Dave All right, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's Washington plus four and a half. Um, they're taking on Michigan. So uh it, that's a good call by you. Let's count this as two. You want to do that? Yes. This is, this is God bless football, right? This is football. Yes. yes. All right. So it counts as two games. You lose, you get two losses. You win, you get two wins. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Washington plus four and a half uh, taking on Michigan Monday night. Let's go to Carl first. Carl, go. Michigan defense has never seen a quarterback throw the ball like Penix. I'm taking Washington and giving and taking the point. Okay, yeah, Penix is incredible. Uh, Share Bear, who you taking national championship game? I mean, come on, baby, Washington. I, I'm going to go back with a space needle. Let's you go. went against it. Let's I go. Mean... <laughs> Let's no, go. no. He he went with it. He went uh, back okay, to my it. Bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. I'm okay. Go with it. Let's go. All right. You're taking Washington. Uh, Juju, who you taking? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not doing that. Uh, Gord, who you taking? Taking the points. Washington down the board right now. Let's go. Penix yeah. is nice. Yeah. That offense is nice. I like yes. it. K-Funk, who you taking? Well, now I've really hate my pick um but i gotta stick with my boy from tampa my boy Penix here from tampa went to high school here um i'm gonna take the four and a half i think it, i mean michigan might win by three but four and a half i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with a lot okay yeah four and a half's a lot man we're gonna keep but, doubting washington right up to they're holding the f- national championship <laughs> trophy <laughs> let's go to uh let's go to juju juju who you taking 
Yeah, man, I'm going to take my boy from Tampa, man. Uh, Michigan might win by three points, but I think Washington going to end up doing it, man. All right. Man, everyone likes Washington. It's great. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys. Have a, uh, have a great week. We'll, we'll, talk to you. we'll talk to you next week uh, as we get ready for the playoffs here. God bless football. God bless, God bless football. God bless football, guys. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975 and we still haven't settled it. Oh, 1975, what a time. We're a couple years removed from landing on the moon. I bet in the next three to five years we're going to have someone on Mars. And what is this, a personal computer? Oh, this is so complicated. Thankfully, Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste, only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com GBF. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer.